everybody and welcome back to my podcast. Hopefully, I sound a little bit more crisp because I realized that I have been lied to and I thought that recording with AirPods would make the sound sound crisper. And then I was like, you know what, let's switch it up. So then I recorded the clip of myself speaking without the AirPods and it sounded so much better. And I can't believe I've been recording with AirPods for literally two years. And that's a real bummer. Anyways, I was thinking of an episode idea. And I was like, I need to save my Dark Academia recommendations until at least October or November. But I need something to publish for September. And then I was thinking, I wonder how many people want to get into reading. They want to read my recommendations. They want to like get into the habit of reading but they don't know where to start and they don't know what books will get them into reading because either they've read some books and it just hasn't appealed to them or they've read others and it's just it definitely did not entice the idea of reading any further so I thought I would make a recommendation video but for books that will hopefully get you into reading because they're fast-paced they're fluffy they don't have any like big topics that you need to like really really ponder about if you get what I mean so if you're looking to get into reading I got some recs for you this first book I think people of all ages and all reading levels should read at least once in their lifetime because it's so phenomenal and that is Ace of Spades by Farida Abigayimide And it's pitched as Gossip Girl meets Get Out in this YA contemporary thriller. It follows Devin and Shiamaka, two black students at a very predominantly white private academy. And they're going into their senior year and everything is going fine and dandy. But after both of them are elected to be part of the senior class prefects, someone by the name of Aces begins sending anonymous text messages to these two students, threatening to reveal secrets that will ruin their lives. In the beginning, Devin and Shimaka think this is just some sick prank to try and, you know, ruin their reputation, but Aces keeps going and shows no signs of stopping. So it becomes more of a, quote, dangerous game, as the Goodreads description says. And it's just, it's so gripping. It's got a sapphic relationship in there. It's LGBT social commentary and suspense. I could not turn the pages fast enough. And in the end, like looking at it big picture, the points that the book made and how they made it through the story of Devin and Chiamaka was just so mind-blowing like honestly and you've definitely got that mean girl aspect the mean girl drama with that aspect of Gossip Girl and everything just comes together to formulate this perfect book honestly it was amazing and it blew me away if you're looking for something that's really fast-paced and you can just be engaged and continue flipping the pages and not feel like it's going to take you forever to read, Ace of Spades is for you. Then we've got something sort of similar in the aspect that it's set at this like prestigious academy and it's kind of a mystery and that is Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson. 
this is a YA murder mystery and it's a series. I think it's a trilogy, but the author has this like spin-off thing going on too. So if you're like want to be committed, you can read the series. And this academy is really famous for its education for like really brilliant thinkers and inventors and artists who grow up to be super famous and you know change the world or whatever. Shortly after the school was opened, I think a hundred years ago, the wife and daughter of the founder were kidnapped, and the only clue to where what might have happened is this riddle listing methods of murder and signed with a pseudonym called Truly Devious, and it became one of the quote great unsolved crimes of American history. No one has ever figured out what happened. All they have is this relic of a note. In present day, we have Stevie Bell, and she's going to begin her first year at this academy. And she has one goal in mind, and that goal is to solve this cold case. She befriends all these people in her grade, and then Truly Devious makes a comeback. Someone is murdered at this academy. It's dual timeline, it's got that gripping murder plot, it's got a really interesting premise, I think. Like, if you read the riddle, you will be so enraptured and what could have possibly happened because the riddle is just so weird. I read the riddle and I was like, I cannot even make any guesses as to who might have done this. I had no guesses throughout the entire series what might have happened. And through this dual timeline thing, it's revealed more of what happened, like what was the aftermath and how people went about trying to search for this murderer. In the present time, you're seeing Stevie uncover these things that were mentioned in the previous timeline. So it's very much like ironic kind of because you're seeing what's happening and the reader knows, you know, kind of what what Stevie needs to figure out, but Stevie herself doesn't know, so there's a little bit of irony in that, which is interesting. But overall, it's a chill YA mystery. It's not super heavy and like you need to use a lot of brain power, which I know can be the case for a lot of mysteries, but it's still, it's still got its interesting quirks and defining qualities. So if you're a fan of, well, if you're a fan of mystery and thriller, I would definitely give this a go if you're interested in reading those genres. I think it's really good and I honestly like I think it's one of the few YA mysteries that are actually done well. I feel like most of the time those especially the YA ones, the YA mysteries just tend to be so obvious and not really worth the read, but I definitely think this was. This one is for the fantasy and politically intrigued readers. That is The Cruel Prince or The Folk of Air Trilogy by Holly Black. I gobbled this book up in one day. That's how you know it's good. So it follows Jude and when she was seven, both of her parents were murdered and her and her two sisters were stolen away to live in this world of fairies. Years later, Jude wants to be part of this fairy realm, but she is immortal so there's a lot of tension between them and the fairies a lot of the fairies despise the humans they don't want humans infringing on their realm and jude 
who so badly wants to be part of this kingdom plans to win a place at the court which is kind of like the ruling government or council or whatever and in order to prove her i guess worthiness to the court she has to do all these missions almost and so she becomes like very deeply involved in the palace drama and political intrigue of it all and there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that even the the fairies who aren't part of the court don't know so she needs to crack down on this betrayal or this possible betrayal happening and she needs to form alliances and it's just this whole fantastical but also kind of harrowing experience for her obviously the journey continues in books two and three which honestly book two was i think my favorite the world building is incredible in that one but you would think that while trying to world build and make up this whole new kingdom just out of your mind that it would be hard to read and like you would have to really hunker down on the information and you know get it in your head but i just flew through this like i just ate up every single page the there is like a slight romance subplot and i know a lot of people make it a big deal because that's the reason they read it but i think it's more about the politics of it all and i think that's the most interesting aspect of the book and it's a ya series but it feels very not well it feels ya but it feels not like it doesn't feel like that weird type of ya where it's like almost middle grade which is so juvenile and you are like why am i reading this it's very well developed for a quote ya book so if you want to get into fantasy specifically if you're not into contemporary if you're not into thriller this one is the one for you because it does a great job of introducing you to the fantasy genre as well this gives a good taste of the genre and like the qualities of what a fantasy is switching gears completely we have alex approximately by jen bennett this is your fluffy romance this is as fluffy as you will ever get and it follows bailey who lives on the east coast and she is very actively involved in this online film critic thread with a boy on the west coast named alex and the two become super close online and they have really great chemistry and one day bailey's father who lives in the town that alex lives in in the west coast invites her to come over for the summer so bailey comes but she doesn't tell alex that she is coming to his hometown so she arrives and she gets a job at this local like touristy museum and she immediately makes enemies well sort of enemies with her boss who's also like a teenager he's like the son of the founder of the museum and they start becoming really close but she's always you know thinking about alec she just feels guilty about the whole situation so as the summer goes by she has to choose whether she wants to commit to this thing with porter who is the son of the founder of the museum that she's forming a relationship with or to hold on to alex who doesn't even know that this whole thing is going on and throughout the summer she keeps trying to look for this so-called alex she's like and trying to filter through that information for someone who may be alex but as you can probably assume this is not a spoiler that porter 
is Alex. So the whole time, she has been falling in love with Alex online and Alex in real life. But none of them know that. So they both kind of are going through their own little separate trials and tribulations, I guess. This was so good. I read it in the summer. You should read it in the summer. It is your sleepy beach town with this amazing little teenager romance. I fell head over heels in love with this book. It's so light and easy to read. You don't have to use brain cells if you want to read this book. I honestly think if you were to read anything from this list that you just want to like turn your brain off for a second and read it through, this would be the one. Going back into the realm of thrillers because there was an obvious pattern, we have My Sister the Serial Killer by Oyinkan Braithwaite. Braithwaite? Um, thrillers, I think, I think the reason why people are drawn to thrillers as a good entry level into reading is just because they're so fast-paced and keep you engaged the whole time, which fantasy can be very wishy-washy with and contemporary you know, it depends on the topic of the contemporary, but that can also be very uh, iffy as well. But My Sister the Serial Killer, as you can probably guess, is about the main character's sister, who is a serial killer. So the main character's sister, Ayula, has a reputation to kill all of her previous boyfriends. And the main character, Kuride, I think, Kuride is caught between this caught between reporting her sister as the murderer that she is to the police or staying loyal to her family and to her sister because she's always been that way even since she was a kid until Ayula starts having a relationship with Karide's co-worker who Karide has been in love with for a very long time and Karide you know doesn't really know what to do because she knows that this will likely end in Kuride's co-worker being murdered. But if she were to warn her co-worker, that would mean betraying Ayula. But if she were to support Ayula, that would mean betraying her co-worker and her own moral compass. It's a very short book. It's only around 300 pages, actually 226 pages. Super fast paced and just so engaging. Again, this is one of these books that you're just flipping the pages because it's captivating to read about. Would highly recommend if you're trying to get into a darker thriller. I feel like Truly Devious is a more light, I wouldn't say light, but it's definitely more YA and chill than this one, which does, you know, talk about murder and having a murderer who you have a very, you know, familial relationship with. So a lot of things come with this book, but if you want to get into reading and you want something quick and that'll probably take you like honestly less than a week to finish i finished it in a day but that's just because i was bored read this last but not least we have a good combination of romance contemporary and thriller this golden state by Merritt weisenberg i'm just gonna read the goodreads description for this because it's honestly really good so the winslow family lives by five principles no one can know your name don't stay in one place too long. If you sense anything is wrong, go immediately to the meeting spot. Keeping our family together is everything, and we wish we could tell you who we are, but we can't. Please do not ask. And it basically follows Poppy, and her family has been running her whole life, and she doesn't know why, and she doesn't plan to know why. 
but her curiosity grows each year especially as she's going into high school but she has to be homeschooled and she doesn't really have any friends because she's moving so often until they run to california and they stay in this house that exposes a crack within her parents careful planning and their secrets and everything so she enrolls in this summer school and there she takes a home dna test determined to find out what is really the story behind her family and she begins to befriend this boy in her math class after doing the dna test she kind of falls into the spiral of unraveling years of hard work that her parents have done to keep this super airtight and then after taking the dna test everything starts just unraveling she figures out her parents real identities and it kind of goes downhill from there and and this boy in her math class also poses a lot of threats to how secretive her family needs to be it's just so good it's so fast-paced i finish this in one night like I literally stayed up until like 1am finishing this book because it was so good the romance is perfect it's not on the back burner but it's also not the main point of this book it's very much about uh, coming of age and self-discovery and things like that overall it's just such a nice culmination of all these genres so if you're not sure which genre you want to jump into first I would say give this one a go and figure out which aspect of the plot you're leaning more towards and go from there because this is such a great introductory book. Amazing. Would recommend. So those are all my recommendations for if you want to get into reading. I hope you find one that I mentioned that intrigued you and gave it a shot and through that explore other genres and just let yourself fall down that rabbit hole. And even if you're a seasoned reader, there's nothing like a good, fast-paced, no-brain-power book to get you out of a reading slump or to just invigorate your love for reading. Hopefully, my next few episodes will be fall-slash-dark-academia-themed because it's that season and it's my favorite season and the books, the books just have so much potential during the autumn time. On that note, I will see you next time. Love, your favorite bookworm. Thank you.